Hello friend, welcome back to Start Here to Connect podcast. This is the adventurous podcast for you who wants to start building a connected family even before conception. And in case this is the first time you're tuning in, welcome, welcome. My name is Inez Natalia. I'm your host and your sister in the growth journey of parenting. This is the episode number six, which means this is actually the very last episode of season one. Oh my god, I cannot believe it. I still remember the very first day, the moment when I realized, you know what? I want to stop these excuses that I had in my head. Let me just do it. And... I am so glad that I did because this podcast has opened up the opportunity for me to have amazing, amazing conversations with my friends, with fellow parents who shared very raw and real parenting stories full with wisdom and lessons. And I'm just very, very grateful for all of my guests, for Also for everyone who supported me in this podcast and definitely for you who are listening to this. Thank you. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. So I think since this is the very last episode in season one, I want to make it as a special one. I have received a lot of questions from you around conscious parenting and I'm very excited to answer some of those just in a bit. But before that, just in case you didn't have the chance to listen to every episode that I have in this podcast, let me give you a little summary, like some golden nuggets, some important information, some key pointers of what actually Start Here to Connect podcast is all about. What are the things that we need to start to be aware of to start our parenting journey even before conception? right? If I can summarize my learning in season one, I think it's all about exploring the unknown, the uncertainties, embracing the mess and also the beauty in parenting. Oh my god, it can be, apparently it can be very messy and it also comes with a lot of amazing, awesome lessons. And apparently, all of those lessons lead to one thing and one thing only, which is the invitation to do some inner work. I kind of already knew this before, of how you know parenting is a great opportunity for us to take a deep look within. But then having this conversation with mothers and understanding how complicated the journey was, it really gives me the proofs and evidence of how important it is for us to turn the camera inwards. Because in the beginning, we're probably talking about the kids, but then at the end, we realize that it has very little to do with the kids and it's really, really about us, the parents, and how the parenting journey is such a profound 
and a precious mirror for us to take a deep look within. Just for example, few lessons that I got, right? From the very first interview that I got with Brittany, how apparently connection is not first and foremost natural. A lot of people apparently don't really feel connected to their child from the very first day, which I felt that it was quite a mind-blowing understanding and such an important myth to debunk. And how the disconnection even can give us clues and hints about the disconnection within ourselves. What are the missing pieces within ourselves that we still need to heal? The inner terrain, the past baggage that we haven't dealt with before, right? And my second conversation with Rachel, oh wow, that really showed me how tempting it is for parents to think that this is our job to fix our child, to give a pain-free life for our children, which logically is impossible because life is full of ups and downs. And as Rachel said before, we don't want to rob this precious experience that our child will need to experience. Eventually, we need to realize that this is really not our job. We can probably set the environment, a better environment for our kid. But this is not our job to fix or shape our kid as if they're this fragile and pristine object. We need to have the trust in our kid that they will have their own experience, they will have their own learning, they will also evolve and grow the way they need to in this world, in this lifetime. We need to trust our child we should not rob the precious human experience from our children. And at the end of everything, apparently it's all about our own pain because we cannot really handle the pain that we experience, that we have when we witness or when we see our kids are struggling. We feel like we just want to fix it. And we need to deal with that. We need to sit with the pain. And of course, I'm not talking about medical pain. I'm talking about the emotional pain that probably our kid will experience in their life and that's so that's really human that's really normal and we need to let our kids experiencing that and because of that i think it's extremely important first and foremost even if you're not a parent yet and i am not a parent yet but i start to explore what is actually my relationship with pain how do i deal with pain how do i deal with watching the people that I care about being in emotional pain and how I allow them to have this experience of life fully without trying to rescue them. And yeah, that's why I think it's extremely important for us to even start the journey from now. Start to redefining our relationship to pain even before I have a kid. And in the next conversation, I had Janelle Velo talking about the story, the journey of fostering. And how through fostering, she learned about oneness, consciousness, about seeing good in bad, about seeing the human in evil. And I found it as fascinating and very beautiful how this journey that she experienced also cracked her heart open, broke her heart sometimes, but also stretched out the limit of her love and compassion. 
And I feel that throughout the conversation that I had with her, it's not only great lessons for people who are considering to foster, but also for parents, biological parents with their biological children. Because eventually, she also shared about how when a lot of people thought that, oh, you're dealing with troubled kids, she said that they are not troubled kids. They are kids experiencing troubled situation. And because of that, it's completely 100% normal for them to behave in a certain way, to have some attitude. And how it's very important for us to see what's beneath the attitude, what's beneath the anger. What are the feelings, the big feelings beneath those so-called difficult behaviors, right? And obviously, this not only happens with foster kids, but also with biological kids. So I really learned how important it is for us to try to connect with the feelings underneath before correcting the behavior. And the last one that I feel really connects with everything is my conversation with Erica. She said that her biggest mistake in parenting, her worst mistake in parenting, is how she followed parenting books. And at first, I was like, this is juicy. This is a very interesting topic. How could you say that your worst mistake is following those books, right? A lot of parents are very grateful for the things that they learn through parenting books. How come it becomes your worst mistake, right? And she told me how children are unique individuals. Children come to this world with their unique essences and how it's very important for us to have different kind of approach, different kind of connection with the child according to their need. And I really think that this is the key. The key of conscious parenting is not about looking for standardized strategies, how to pot train your kid, how to sleep train your kid, how to, you know, like the the smart strategy, how to the how-tos, right? The how-tos in parenting. It's really not about that. In conscious parenting is all about connection is all about connection before correction and in order for us to connect with our kid we need to really acutely attune to our kid we need to acutely feel what's the need of our kid so we need to use our intuition and probably it can start to sound woo to talk about intuition but if we understand that every single kid come to this world already have their own essence and character who are we trying to standardize strategies to connect with different kids and in order for us to have this intuition and attune to the needs of the kid it might sound like oh this is a parental instinct well there's a difference between instinct and intuition instinct is when you have your knee-jerk reaction but intuition it means that you're really acutely attuned to and see your kid for who it is they are. And here's the key. We cannot see our kid for who it is they are if we are mired with our false belief system and our past emotional baggage. And that's why the process of Conscious parenting can definitely start before we even have the kid because it's all about start clearing those 
projection. Start clearing those false conditioning from our culture, from our childhood, and knowing that we need to unveil these layers of false projection so then we will be able to see and to connect with our kid for who it is they are at the present moment. So I really cannot emphasize this enough, how important it is to start the journey even before we have the kid. But of course, if you are a parent right now, if you already have the kid, definitely it's never too late because we can always start today from the present moment. So in every episode, I also got the chance to ask this one ultimate question at the end of our conversation, right? I ask every single of my guests, what will be the one thing you wish you would have known before being a parent, before having the kid? What would you wish someone has told you before you have the kid, right? And amazing, amazing answers that if you didn't get anything from my other episodes, guys, listen to this. Take note because these are the keys, right? There are two fundamental things that my guests have mentioned. The first one, how apparently they wish they would have known that being a parent is a growth opportunity, is a profound growth opportunity that will really crack yourself open. It's the very best way for a human being to grow to actually bond with our inner self, to bond with our true essence, to love and connect with that part of ourselves. But the thing is, we need to accept the invitation. We need to see that, oh, apparently, the journey of parenting is not about molding and shape the kid. It's about how this kid becomes our teacher, showing us what are the wounds that we had from the past, what are the inner triggers that we have within us, Because the kids are already whole. We are just full of holes. And that's why we unconsciously ask our kids to fill our void, to fill our holes. Therefore, again, I cannot really emphasize this enough how important it is for us to start our healing journey as soon as possible. From now, from wherever and whenever you're ready to embark on your healing process. And the second one, the second one that all my guests also mention is that they wish they would have known that they can free themselves from any kind of cultural conditioning. They understand that apparently you need nothing from the outside. Nothing. They understand that the whole checklist of first graduating, getting married, get the first kid, get the second kid, get the apartment, get the car and everything, those checklists with the amazing weddings, the, the amazing career, whatever, the brands that we need to have, they wish they understood before having the kid that they can check out from this cultural conditioning. Realizing there's, again, there's nothing they need on the outside, that you are enough just as you are, as enough as you have been, and as enough as you will be. How it is so important to really ingrain this 
within us so we can also see our child from the eyes of wholeness, not full of holes, not full of expectations and heavy burden of this massive expectations from our culture, from our conditioning. Imagine how heavy it is for our unborn child to carry this heavy burden from our society and culture, right? And through checking out of this cultural conditioning, that's the only way, the only way we can free our children so that we can raise them to be their authentic being, to really embrace their truth and their beingness fully without the heavy burden from the society. Besides those amazing key lessons that I got from my friends, from the fellow parents, what also personally came up within me, the topic that for some reason kept being mentioned by my guests was how we can mind the gap between a certain stimulus or trigger and our reaction. Let me explain that, right? A lot of people will think that Triggers always come from the outside. And as a human being, we definitely will react to those triggers. And that's why parents yell, for example. But here's the thing. Here's the thing that not a lot of people realize. That between a trigger and a reaction, when there's a stimulus, before we actually react, there are milliseconds of gap where if we are able to mind the gap, this tiny millisecond that if we are being aware of it, it really brings so much power because we understand that we can make a choice to respond, not to react. And I think that this lesson is extremely useful not only in parenting but in literally in every single relationship of our life. It works with our partner, it works with our parents, it works in our workplace. Game, game, game changer. And the only thing that we need to do, of course, it's not that easy. It's definitely easier said than done. But the only thing that we need to do is to notice and being aware of that space, the little space, the little gap, and know that we can stretch it out. We can expand it. And we can take a pause and be very curious. Why does this rub me in the wrong way? What button within me gets pushed right now? Where... And when did I learn about this? And we can start to understand. If I start to see the situation as it is, without any extra colors, without any extra stories, without any extra projection, how do I choose to respond to this? To respond, not to following the knee-jerk reaction. Imagine what kind of power we can have from that. And again, just like the other things, we can totally learn about this before we have the kid. So then later, in our parenting journey, when the kids are super messy, we know how to respond better rather than to react. Alrighty, friend, it's time for a little Q&A. As I mentioned before, I'm super excited to answer some of your questions around conscious parenting questions that you already sent it to me before. So the first one comes from Fiona. Do you personally have any fears around having kids? I love this question. Well, <laughs> yes, big time. 
because how could you not? You'll be responsible for the life of this human being. But I think what's very freeing and liberating about conscious parenting is the understanding that there's no past, there's no future, there's only the present moment. I personally feel that that's life-changing to me because trusting that everything just happens in this very second, in this present moment, in the decision that I have in the present moment, and I'm not fearing of the future, I'm not too scared of the future, I will know that whatever will happen in the future, I will just deal with that. I will deal with second by second, moment by moment, really enter the present moment. No regret from the past, not to worry about the future. It's very liberating to think that you don't need to fantasizing how your kid either will be a doctor or a homeless person. You don't need to worry about that. Trusting that your kid will also have their own experience, whatever they need to have. And trusting that I can be humble enough to see this kid as my teacher. To understand that the process definitely will be messy, definitely will be difficult, definitely I will be triggered here and there. Even if I'm starting my healing process from now, because the baggage that I already have for decades is very, very heavy and thick. And I think having this humility to be human, to know that I can grow with my kid, I think the things that I need to handle right now is just how to be a better human being, how to start freeing and liberating myself. Because the more I'm aware of my wounds, the more I'm being aware of my triggers, the easier it will be for me to free my kid later and to really attune to what they need to ensure that I have no projection and I'm not dumping my emotional baggage to my kid, right? At least I will start from there. I know it will be challenging. Some fear is still there. But generally, whenever I enter my present moment, there's no fear. Because I know that I will be able to handle moment by moment. Also knowing that the kid will arrive in this world with their own essence, with their own knowing. Parents who listen to this, I understand. I know that it's definitely difficult. I I cannot wait for those sleepless nights and the mental and psychological exhaustion. I understand that I will experience that. But I think freeing myself emotionally will help me to see the essence of the kid for who it is they are and know that these kids will have their own stories knowing how important it is to really attune to the needs of the kids that's why i had this conversation back then with my partner about how he wanted to have three children i used to want to have twins I think conscious parenting kind of makes me realize how difficult it can be to really, really attune to one child. So eventually we decided to, let's just have one child. But again, going back to the present moment, right now we're only thinking about having one child. But who knows later on if we apparently eventually decide to have 11 kids and create a football team, right? I don't know. Okay, second question. This one is from Audrey. Hi, Audrey. So Audrey asks, Decision-making! Exclamation mark. When can one say he or she is prepared to start conceiving? Well, Audrey, 
there are so many aspects that we need to consider, right? From biological point of view, financial, emotionally. So let me start this with really narrowing down into the emotional aspects of it. So I will only talk from my capacity, which is from the mental, psychological, and emotional aspects of it. So from the lens of conscious parenting, we actually will never be ready But at the same time, we are always ready because as I mentioned before, everything starts in the present moment and knowing that we actually will never be perfect, knowing that things will still be difficult no matter what. But when we enter the present moment and we are being very aware of the triggers within us, when we are being very aware of our respond towards various situations then when we see from the present moment we are always ready so i think to best answer your question i would say that a person will be ready to start conceiving from the perspective of conscious parenting when they understand by default we will always pass down our unhealed baggage and wounds and emotional patterns that we got from our parents, our grandparents, and our culture that have been passed down over generations, right? With that awareness, with that simple awareness, we realize that at least this is a lifelong process for us to evolve, to grow together with our kids, to understand that the journey of being a parent will be a portal to our growth, to be really humble to see our kids as our teacher showing us what are the things that we need to deal with. But definitely, it's super helpful to at least be aware of our triggers, our baggage, our emotional wounds from now. At least to be aware of what are the themes that we need to deal with, right? So then later, when we have the kid, it's easier for us to separate between the reality and our projection because of our past wounds. It's much easier to see the kid for whoever it is they truly are and to connect with them. So again, as I mentioned before, there are different aspects that we need to consider from the mental and psychological part of it with that acute awareness and entering the present moment and separating between what's the reality and what's our fantasy and our projection, then we actually are always ready. Question number three. This one comes from Lisa. Hi, Lisa. So Lisa asks, is it possible that the inner wound is created in adulthood? especially by our partner. So here's the thing, right? The primary inner wounds were created in childhood, especially from zero to seven. That's our most vulnerable period of time to get emotional wounds, psychological wounds, right? So the possibility is still there, especially if it's a major traumatic incident. But if it's a general wounds or circumstances, it will not freshly newly created in adulthood. It's just a certain pattern that being repeated that has a similar theme with the wounds and situation that we experience in our childhood, but then being re-triggered, being re-experienced in our adulthood. So be very aware of those patterns, of those themes. 
Because the circumstances might be different. The situation might look different. The people that we're dealing with probably even have different characteristics, different personalities. But the theme of the situation might be similar. So be very aware of that. Especially be aware of our internal reaction. Like for example, we might say that, for example, if your partner is an alcoholic and is physically abusive, and you don't have any alcoholic parents or abusive parents in your past, but probably when you were a kid, you're verbally abused and not physically abused. And notice that when you're being abused right now by your partner, what are the themes of your reaction? What are the themes of your auto-response? Are you able to stand up for yourself? Are you able to set boundaries? Really, the key is being very aware of the themes within, not the circumstances, not the situation, not the kind of people that you're dealing with, but the theme of your reaction within. And usually, you will see the similarities and you can connect the dots with the past. And the answer is never really what to do with your past because you cannot really do anything about your past. The answer is always in the present moment. How can you make the shift, the change right now? Being very aware of your unhealthy pattern, have the courage to face it and break the cycle right here, right now. So that was our Q&A for today. I hope that was useful. And with this, I'm officially wrapping up Season 1 of Start Here to Connect. Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening, for sharing this with your family and friends. And thank you very much for your support. It was truly a blast. I hope you enjoy it as much as I did. We'll meet again super, super soon in Season 2 when things will get a little more practical. Yes, we know that parenting is messy. We know that parenting is not only jolly. Then what to do now, right? So we'll discuss more about that. What can we do now even before being a parent? Stay connected and keep in touch. Drop me a message via my website inesnatalia.com or via Instagram at inesnatalia. I'll see you soon in Season 2. Till then, don't forget to start here now to connect. Music